Today on CityCast Philly, ever since District Attorney Larry Krasner took office in 2018, his work has been under fire. That's because his progressive policies were a game changer for criminal justice reform in the city. And when you're tough on cops and want less people in jail, you're going to make some enemies. Things really took a turn this summer when a group of Republican lawmakers started making moves to impeach him over, quote, dereliction of duty. All those efforts came to a head last week when the whole state house voted on whether or not to file a contempt citation against Krasner. It passed with a 162 to 38 vote. There's a lot of moving pieces here, people. So I'm talking to someone who knows the ins and outs of this political drama. It's Tuesday, September 20th, 2022. I'm Trinae Nuri, and this is CityCast Philly. Political journalist Denise Clay Murray, there's been talk for months about the impeachment of Philadelphia DA Larry Krasner. And last week, State House reps voted to hold him in contempt. What does this actually mean? Is he going to jail? Well, it doesn't mean he's going to jail. Um, usually, like if you're in court and you're, you know, testifying and you refuse to answer a question or refuse to um give a piece of information, you are found in contempt, which means that you're not following the rules as are set aside by this particular agency. That's what's happening here. Um, Larry Krasner was issued a subpoena to produce some records to go to this um, select committee to restore law and order. And instead of just giving them the documents, he filed an appeal with Commonwealth Court saying that the subpoena is overbroad, the subpoena doesn't make sense, and the only reason they're issuing it is not about any malfeasance I myself has created, but because they don't agree with how I run my office. And what makes this interesting is Commonwealth Court has not weighed in on the appeal for the subpoena. You would think that they would allow them to do that before issuing a citation, but that's not what happened here. And Krasner has spoken out a little bit about this since the vote. He tweeted, change ain't easy, but it's worth it. Denise, did this news surprise you? Like, has the state legislature done something like this before? It hasn't done anything like this before where they've issued a contempt citation against a sitting political official. Um, But this didn't surprise me. Because this particular fight between D.A. Krasner and the legislature in Harrisburg has been going on practically since he was elected. In the year that Larry Krasner ran for his first term in office, we were also in the middle of the beginnings of a call for criminal justice reform. Mm-hmm. Former District Attorney Seth Williams had just been convicted on corruption charges and he had been put in jail and kicked out of office. You kind of had a movement where people were saying, if the people in law enforcement aren't going to follow the law, why should we? And because of that, you had reformers like Krasner and, and several others around the country that were saying, We're going to make it so everybody has to follow the law, including the police. In fact, where Krasner really started to have problems with folks was when he found a list of police officers that were 
technically not supposed to testify in court because they had lied under oath and they have been caught doing right, it. I remember that story. Yeah. Or because they yeah. were seen as unreliable witnesses. And he put that list out for everybody to see. And when the police and district attorney asked, they traditionally see themselves as partners. And Krasner doesn't necessarily do that. And that's a big part of why there seems to be this argument between the legislature and the district attorney. Can you tell us a little bit about who DA Larry Krasner is? What does he represent? Well, here's what's weird about Krasner. As I mentioned in the first um primary to elect a new DA after Seth Williams stepped down. Larry was the only person in that group who was a a sitting defense attorney. He had never worked in the prosecutor's office. He had never been a prosecutor. And everybody thought, well, why would somebody who has traditionally been on the side of the defense want to be a prosecutor? And that's kind of where the, that's kind of where the problem has been because A lot of folks believe that he has run the district attorney's office like it's not a prosecutor's office, but a defense office. He's been what um, folks call a progressive prosecutor. Is that a bad thing or a good thing? It depends on who you ask. If you ask somebody who is among the folks that have been exonerated um, for crimes they didn't commit from the DA's office since Krasner has been in charge, then that's a good thing. But if you're a member of the FOP who feels that he's a little harder on you in terms of your testimony or how you make an arrest or any of the things that traditionally prosecutors and the police don't argue about, um, then you don't think that's a good thing. What's been the reaction to this contempt citation for Krasner in the city? Well, and it's not just Krasner saying it. You have a lot of people that believe that this is basically yet another attempt on the part of the Pennsylvania legislature to govern Philadelphia without coming out and saying we want to govern Philadelphia. Um, as you go further along here on CityCast, one of the things that you will find, and it's a recurring theme, that you have the legislature versus the city of Philadelphia. Now, what's weird about that is Philadelphia is basically where the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania gets the bulk of the money it needs to function. Okay. And yet it is almost always arguing with the city of Philadelphia. And a lot of people see what's happening right now with Larry Krasner as yet another example of that. Mm -hmm. Um, He was just reelected last year to be district attorney. And, you know, a lot of people who are opposed to this whole possible impeachment thing and this um, thing with the contempt citation are saying, basically, you had a chance to get rid of Krasner when you had when we had elections. Your guy lost our guy won. So how about just taking the decision of the citizens of Philadelphia to keep this man on as its district attorney and, you know, leave us alone? But that's not going to happen because Philadelphia is basically the biggest city in the the Commonwealth Mm -hmm. and it's the most watched. 
And it's also where a lot of the money comes from. So, yeah. So Republicans are claiming that Krasner is not doing his job. He's not doing enough to curb the violence in the city, to prosecute crimes. And yet we're in the midst of like the worst years in gun violence on Mm -hmm. record. But does this really come down to Krasner? Why, Why else could crime be so high? One thing that no one wants to talk about, particularly when it comes to Krasner, but Krasner talked about it a lot when he was running for DA, is you have to look at why there's gun violence going on. Because while, yeah, you got sociopaths out there that just like to shoot people, you also have a lot of things related to poverty that are going on that are leading to some of this violence. And when you look at the rate of gun violence in the city and you take a map and you overlap the places where most of the gun violence is happening and you put it over the poorest sections of the city, they're the same places by and large. So if you actually dealt with poverty, with a school district that has never had what it needs to do the job correctly. Um, when you, If you actually took care of some of that, maybe the gun violence would go down. But that takes money, and most importantly, that takes political will. And you can never seem to find both of those things at the same time here in Philadelphia. So the Inquirer reported that 10 Democrats from Philadelphia even voted yes to hold Krasner in contempt. Yes. Can you explain that? Well... A couple of them said that basically they looked at what the the pure definition of contempt would be, okay. which is we asked you to do something, you didn't do it. And because we're the people who oversee some of your budget, we should expect you to do this for us. And because you haven't, you're in contempt of us. Now, when you look at the 10 people who did vote, to issue this contempt citation. Most of them are in places where you have a population that didn't vote for Krasner in the first place. So there's a certain level of safety that they feel that they had to be able to make this vote. State Rep. Derisha Parker came out over the weekend and said, look, you know, they said I voted yes, I voted no, I'm going to have this corrected. Mm -hmm. I wanted everybody to know that. So it's actually going to be nine Philadelphia um, area legislators that voted. And and the thing is, you know, if you look at purely the, the dictionary definition of a contempt citation or why they're issued, yeah, you could say that D.A. Krasner is indeed in contempt. But I'm going back to the fact that Commonwealth Court still has not weighed in on whether or not the initial subpoena for these records was even legal. And I think that if the goal here is to make sure that Philadelphia has the best representation from its district attorney's office possible. If that's the idea, that then I think they should have waited until Commonwealth Court weighed in. But if the idea is to harass and embarrass Larry Krasner, then I can kind of understand them doing it this way. But once Commonwealth Court weighs in, we're going to be back here all over again. 
Right. And that goes to my next question as to why are they trying to impeach him now? Like he's been in office since 2018. He's always been upfront about his progressive stance on criminal justice. Mm -hmm. Why are we seeing this happen now? I think that some of it has to do with the midterm elections. Right. Everything that's going on right now, no matter what um, you look at politically here in the Commonwealth, has something to do with the midterm elections, even if it doesn't. The the Republicans that have kind of taken the lead on this are trying to paint themselves as law and order people. Now, a law like when we say law and order, we don't necessarily mean the television show, which I'm a fan. Um, what we mean is that we're willing to lock people up and, you know, in some cases, throw away the key. We One thing that hasn't necessarily been talked about in all this is the fact that most of these states' prisons are not in Philadelphia. They are upstate, where a lot of the people who are leading this charge are elected officials. And with prisons comes employment, and with employment comes happy constituents, and with happy constituents comes re-election. No one has said that quiet part out loud, but it is something that has to be considered here. All right. Political journalist Denise Clay Murray, thanks so much for being on CityCast Philly. Thank you. And here's what else Philly's talking about. City Council recently introduced a bill that would offer a tax credit against either the real estate tax or the wage tax for anyone who volunteers to work in the community. If the bill gets the green light, volunteers would be able to get a credit of up to $1,000 a year. The Free Library of Philadelphia is hiring. They're looking for over 100 library assistants. So if you want more information, go to freelibrary.org. And my Jersey friends already know what it's like to have someone else pump your gas. But soon, Philly drivers could have gas delivered directly to them. According to Philly Voice, a startup called Booster Fuels is expanding in the Philly market. Booster Trucks brings fuel to drivers while they're out on the road, which they say saves time and money, usually wasted at the gas station. I hope you enjoyed this episode of CityCast Philly. And if you did, please tell your network of friends and family to rate the show, leave a review and subscribe. Clicking that subscribe button really helps. Also, be sure to sign up for our morning newsletter, Hey Philly. It's filled with tons of ways for you to stay connected to the city. Go to philly.citycast.fm. We'll be back Thursday morning with more news from around the city. Bye. All right, we're going to get this. Whew. Okay. (laughs) 